I'm Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I have with me Donna McNichol, here to talk about her books, writing, and all things cozy. Donna, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Hi, Leanna. Thanks so much for having me here today. Um, I'm a retired IT professional who never thought she had a creative bone in her body. And when I decided to start writing, I was sure I would be a detailed planner. Guess what? Didn't happen. I'm retired. I write mostly mysteries. Uh, started with police procedurals, moved into cozies, did one romance novel. And I live in Middle Tennessee with my husband and my two absolutely silly knucklehead golden doodles, who are both black, by the way. <laughs> How funny. You know, I actually have a a dog myself, a red healer. <laughs> Those are very popular here in Tennessee with all of the hunting that goes on. <laughs> Oddly enough, I don't think my dog would make much of a hunting dog. She is a very much indoor dog. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking like two pillows, one upstairs, one downstairs. She's... <laughs> She yes, is our <laughs> our our doodles both have pillows in their crates, and that's their home. They go there every night, ready for bed, without ever being told. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we love our dogs, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do, absolutely. So, is any of your writing inspired by your actual life? Well, originally, yes. When I started writing mysteries, my first series was a police procedural. They were set in an area of Pennsylvania where my late husband and I lived for three years. The location and several of the characters were loosely based upon our time there. In fact, the friends we made there had fun trying to figure out who a character was actually based on. As I moved into cozier mysteries, my next series was set in Hawaii. Book two actually used a large number of characters that we met on a cruise. They were all members of the band. They became our band sons, although they actually were young enough to be our grandsons. They all authorized the use of their names and credit was given to them in the front of the book. Still one of my favorites in the series. Oh, and I'd never visited Hawaii before I wrote the Come On In Mysteries. My newest series aren't really based on locations or characters from my real life, although my redline coffee mysteries involve firefighters who own a coffee shop together. My husband's a retired firefighter paramedic chief, so I can get my info straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. <laughs> Keeps life interesting. <laughs> I'm sure it does. It's always nice when authors incorporate a little bit of their lives into their books. Personally, I can't help it because I gave my main character the same interest I have, which is classic movies. Ah, I, only, that... I only wish I could quote the movies as well as she does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not real good at remembering quotes or anything. And unfortunately, the older I get, the less I remember those things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So do you have any advice for those who want to write their own cozies or just write in general? Um, short and sweet. Read, read, read. 
Oh, and then read some more. Then write, write, write. And then write some more. Rinse and repeat as needed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's some great advice. And yes, definitely read. If only to, if when you're getting into the cozy, I call it the cozy universe, but I'm kind of a nerd that way. (laughs) Uh, You know the rules for it. Because there are rules where cozies have to fit in certain ways, but you also have to know them so you can break them a little. (laughs) Yeah, I, I know them all and I tend to be on the edge. I actually call my books almost cozies. Because there's no swearing, there's no sex, there's nothing graphic. Um, But I don't follow the traditional one main character who's an amateur sleuth and bakes, knits, sews, owns a bookstore, any of those. All my series tend to have a wide cast of interesting and sometimes quirky characters. So they're cozy in that they are clean, but they're not the straight line cozies. But people tend to love them, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. I write what, yeah, what gets registered as paranormal cozies, but I've had right. it. I've had some readers call them mythic cozies because my main ah. characters are mythical creatures. Oh, now now you know I've got to go find your books and buy a couple <laughs> of them because that sounds interesting. <laughs> The main sleuth is a Native American elf, which that was so much fun to research because it turns out there are at least two Native American tribes that have what I would consider an elf in their folklore. And those tribes are? Uh, There is the Choctaw tribe, which I actually happen to be a member of. Ah. Um, They have what is called the Kawi Anukasha. For those who speak Choctaw out there, I know I probably butchered that. (laughs) (laughs) Which basically translates to forest dweller. But they also have a a, um, being called, again, I'm going to butcher this, sorry, the Bopoli, which translates to the rock thrower. So they have kind of an elf and a gnome or dwarf in their folklore. <laughs> Interesting. I, I had to do a little research for my come on in um, bed and breakfast series, which is based in Hawaii, because you know, of course we all know about Pele, the, you know, the volcano and all that, but there were some others I wanted to involve in, in the book. So that's, it's interesting. I never thought about native American tribes um, having mythical creatures. I but when my husband passed in 2004, I took 2005 as the year for me and traveled the country on my Harley Davidson motorcycle at age 58. Thank you very much. Um, because that was a year for me, I wanted to do something that was not for me. And I volunteered um, on the Blackfeet Nation Reservation with the Head Start program. And it was fascinating to hear some of their history and everything. So that was interesting. Now I know I'm going to get some of your books. <laughs> There's also the uh, Sioux, the Dakota Sioux that have um, one called the, and I'm sorry, <laughs> I say this <laughs> before because I, 
the Canote or Canotila, which is their version of the forest dweller. <laughs> that is interesting. I like that. <laughs> I'm a mythology nerd, so whatever mythology I can find, I research. <laughs> cool. <laughs> But back to you, since you are the guest of honor, I am sorry. <laughs> uh, so I understand you're part of a shared world uh, holiday cozy. Yes, and that was very different, had this being the first time I'd ever done anything like that as a shared group. Um, so does your character have any special holiday traditions they like to follow? Well, you remember what I said about single characters? I couldn't even stick with that for this. My main <laughs> characters are twins, the Winter Girls, Candy and Mandy. And um, they are actually going to cross over into another of my series by accident, which will both be all winter. So because these are new characters with just one book each, uh, no special holiday traditions. They're younger characters. They haven't really spent a lot of time as adults. So we'll see what happens next year when I feature all three of these girls in my Snowflake Falls Cozy Mystery Series. Um, the first book in that is already out from last year, and it's called The Elfing Mess and features Autumn Winter, <laughs> a girl who hates Christmas. Oh, <laughs> poor Grinchy. <laughs> oh, I hope her heart grows three sizes. <laughs> yeah, it's a 99 cent book and free in Kindle Unlimited. So hopefully some of you will give it a try. Oh, I the know. The elfing I will. mess. <laughs> I, I definitely will. <laughs> so... What about you? Do you have any favorite Christmas movies? Well, being 75, it's obviously changed over the years. Used to be Miracle on 34th Street, both the original and the remake in 1973 that featured Jane Alexander and David Hartman. Then I moved on to A Christmas Story. Now I go for the comedy. It's The Elf and The Santa Claus. Those are the two <laughs> I will watch over and over and laugh myself silly. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you on Miracle on 34th Street. I love that movie so much. I'm also a fan of uh, Christmas in Connecticut. Basically the old black and whites. Uh, right, right. Holiday Affair, which is one of my favorites. <laughs> there's, there's so many good ones out there, but these are the few that I will watch again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you gotta love a good Christmas movie this time of year. <laughs> yes. So, your characters, would they prefer hot cocoa or eggnog? Well, I think they all take after me. Definitely hot cocoa with many marshmallows. In fact, at the end of Sleigh Ride, there is a recipe for crockpot hot chocolate. So if you're having a group over, here's a good way to make a bunch and just dip it out and serve it. Ooh, yum. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good hot chocolate. <laughs> yes. Of course, I am a 
chocoholic so anything chocolates <laughs> oh boy can i get go with that even white chocolate which my husband always reminds me really isn't chocolate like i don't care i love it <laughs> yeah it's like i sometimes side with that but most of the time it's like it's chocolate i love it <laughs> yes <laughs> so when you're not writing or getting busy in the holiday craziness, do you have any hobbies you like to do? Well, I've never been a crafty person, even though somehow both my daughters got the crafty gene. I guess it skipped a generation. Reading was always my number one hobby. I've always been a voracious reader, um, starting when I was young, reading every book I could get my hands on. But I found when I'm writing, I just can't read. Um, I don't know what it is. I've tried several times and I'll get through a chapter or two. And it's like, no, I got to get back to writing. I got to gotta write. So I have to like go on a cruise for two weeks and not write in order to really settle back into reading. So while not really a hobby, cruising is my vacation. And I love it. Um, I write a lot there when we're cruising ports that we've been to a number of times, uh, my husband scuba dives. So we tend to repeat a lot of ports and I get some great writing in and meet some interesting people that stop and talk to me because I sit pretty much in the same spot every day with my computer typing away. And they're like, what are you doing? Are you working? It's like, no, I'm writing my mystery novel. That's not work. That's fun. <laughs> uh, we, we actually have a two-month vacation coming next fall that includes three cruises, visiting, visiting Spain, Portugal, Italy, Greece, and Scotland. Writing will oh. definitely not be my main <laughs> preoccupation. This will be our first, last, and only visit to Europe, and I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, that is so exciting. I would love to do a cruise like that. Um, I've always dreamed of going to, like, Portugal uh actually instead of Scotland I'd want to go to Ireland because there's a statue in Ireland that I would love to see <laughs> yeah well while I have some Irish heritage on my mother's side um I have a lot of Scottish heritage uh, my grandmother was Clan Macquarie and Clan Murray on her father and mother's side so very Scottish and of course my current husband with the last name of McNichol needless to say, is very Scottish. So <laughs> we're excited about being able to spend a week in Scotland, um, visit the Isle of Skye, which is where his clan came from. The Isle where mine predominantly came from, uh, the ferry is closed the, the time of year we're visiting, so we won't get to go there. But we'll see a lot of great sights, take a million and two pictures. And we are hoping to do a 15-year vow renewal renewal ooh, ugh, <laughs> renewal um combined with a hand fasting ceremony we're still working on that oh how wonderful fingers That's, crossed yes fingers crossed that sounds like it's going to be such an incredible trip have to yes. be honest i'm a little jealous <laughs> uh, <laughs> i may be broke but i'm gonna enjoy it <laughs> Oh, I have had so much fun talking with you, and I'm sure my snoops and sleuths are going to want to follow you and find out all about your books. So how can they do that? 
Uh, the easiest way is um, through my website, which is simply DB McNichol, D-B-M-C-N-I-C-O-L.com. And if you add a slash M-E, you'll have all the shortcut links to everywhere, all my social media and everything. And I will be sure to include the link in the show's notes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have had so much, like I said, I've had so much fun talking with you. I can't believe we're on the last question already. Ah. Time just flew by. What is one complaint your characters would have about you as an author? Uh, That makes me laugh. I would hazard a guess that they dislike my procrastination. They just want to get their stories written. Now, never quick enough to suit them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, do I hear that. That, That's what happens when you become a pantser and you start out with a body or a crime, a location and a couple of characters and just write. You never know what those characters are going to do. Oh boy, is that true? I'm currently working on the fourth book in my series, and yeah, even though I started out with kind of an idea of what the crime was going to be, right? it's now looking like, great, now how is my main character going to get the police actually involved in this? Because... <laughs> Yeah, it looks too much like an accident for them to actually be interested. (laughs) Yes, yes, I completely understand. Um, I've uh, had a character that just suddenly when he was supposed to be interviewed by the police, he decided to have a heart attack. And I was like, I didn't know you were going to do that. I've had them get kidnapped without planning. I mean, I just, they just do the darndest things. (laughs) I've had one of my characters just up and say, hey, I was the killer, or I was involved (laughs) in the murder. And you're like, wait, what? What? (laughs) I don't have the clues set up for this. Thank you. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Then I always end up with a dog popping in. I never write intentionally (laughs) with pets involved. But most of them will have a dog and very often a rescue dog that just suddenly walks in. And here I am, wags their tail and sits down and says, give me a name. (laughs) Oh, that kind of reminds me of one project I worked on that I intended for one dragon to show up. Five showed up and all of them had names based off of coffee because the main character ran a coffee shop. (laughs) oh wow (laughs) that sounds like fun the weirdest of them was named earl after earl gray tea and he liked to bathe in coffee or roll in the coffee grounds (laughs) (laughs) your books definitely sound like a lot of fun oh that one i need to get edited and cleaned up and published because i think people would really enjoy that one (laughs) yes I know I would. <laughs> As I sit here drinking my coffee, I don't have any dragons. I have do have a tiny T-Rex sitting on my desk with my little mini duck and several other oddities, my house hippo and my um, big squishy duck with his cup of coffee. <laughs>
Oh, one of my favorite things I have in my office is my little phoenix. Oh, I actually have a phoenix tattoo oh, on my back. Cool. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Rising out of the ashes after my husband of 20 years passed. Oh. Well, I am having so much fun talking with you. This has been great. <laughs> I've enjoyed it a lot. I love hearing about your books as well. Um, it, it, You know, word of mouth is one of the best ways to find out about new books. So um, I'm going to get some of yours and then I'm going to recommend them and review them because we know reviews count. <laughs> oh, yes. And absolutely. I am going to get some of your books, read them, review them, hopefully on air. Because I like to do that sometimes. And I'm sure your books are going to be great. Uh, well, I hope you enjoy them. And I hope any of your followers that try them will enjoy them as well. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Well, Snoops and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on The Cozy Sleuth. I'd like to thank my patrons for their help in keeping the show commercial-free and growing. And I'd like to thank my Coffee Clutch for their help as well. If you'd like to join my Coffee Clutch, check me out on coffee.com slash the cozy sleuth. That's ko-fi.com slash the cozy sleuth. Or you can join me on my Patreon page at patreon.com slash the cozy sleuth. And if you want to hear cozies read by live actors, check out the Cozy Mystery Rats Maze wherever you check out your favorite podcasts. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy.